Hey guys, thanks for stopping by. This is We Who Worship. I'm Ben. And I'm Sarah. We're back. We are. It's been a while. Has it? No. We were in here yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I didn't leave this studio. (laughs) I think we kind of live here. We kind of. We have. um, (laughs) What was that? (laughs) I was just thinking about how we have to call the Jeffies every time we want to get in here. Yes. Because the key card system. Is broken. Yeah. And and no one will respond to our email. Because it's summer and everyone's busy and et cetera, et cetera. We have to call campus security every time to get into the studio, which is so annoying because, like, they know us now. Like, we see the same yeah, people all the time. That woman. They know the key. I don't even know her name. No. we. we I almost <laughs> asked today because I was like, wow. And I did engage a little bit. Yeah. I almost made a comment because I was like, she comes every time and she's so sweet. But she had the key on the first try. So there was no time to, like, yeah, engage. Yeah. I was I like, like I, and then that's what I said to her. I said, wow, first try. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you're such an idiot, man. Why didn't you ask her name? <laughs> Next time. We'll Next see time. her again. I, we will because they're not going <sighs> to fix the system and we're still going to have to call the Jeffies. Yeah. Actually, we haven't tried our key cards in a while. And maybe we should try. I can't imagine someone's been down here I, to fix it, though. I guarantee they're you so they busy. didn't. Yeah. I, I know. I need to call a physical plant. Actually, I can't find contact information for them. So maybe I should you just know, bust into the doors and say. There is an office. We could I know, go to the office. We could. It's the same place where I picked up the I key know, to get into here. I know. Maybe they could help us. <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah uh, just threw a pen and it landed perfectly on her and just stayed there. <laughs> um, yeah. So <laughs> that's kind of annoying. But yeah, we're here. We're here. Um, Yesterday. Why were we here yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to introduce it, and I was like, "Oh no, I sound stupid." So I just made myself sound more stupid. <laughs> How is that a good strategy? Because then they think you do it on purpose. But I oh. just exposed myself. You, so. <laughs> you have exposed yourself. Uh. Um. Well, Sarah, w- did you ask what did we do yesterday? Yeah. Funny you should ask. It's <laughs> almost like we planned that we were going to talk about what? this at the start of this podcast episode. <laughs> Yeah, um, Mary Healy came in the podcast studio. The woman herself. The woman, the myth, the legend. <laughs> yeah, we love her. She She's was so incredible. She was so intelligent. Yeah. That's what I just can't get over. Like, w- w- we found out that she's an alum to Franciscan. I didn't yeah, know that. I did not know that. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, wow. I wonder day. if she had Dr. Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Maybe. Dr. Shark's been here a while. He has. I don't know when she was here, but I imagine they know each other. Yeah, but it was, like, from Franciscan also that she, like, she was talking that, that like, it was here that she really encountered the Holy Spirit. Like, she mm-hmm. had, she's been exposed. She had, the like, the desire to be in relationship with him. Mm-hmm. But, like, it wasn't until Life in the Spirit seminar. Mm-hmm. Which, have you done Life in the Spirit seminar? I have not, but I hear about it all the time. I ran it my first year of NAT. Mm-hmm. But it was also weird because I ran it, but I'd never done it. Mm. So that was a fun little right, yeah, little adventure. <laughs> um, it's actually so powerful. Um, mm. Do they do them on campus? I don't know. Because I haven't heard anyone be like, oh, we're doing a Life in the Spirit No, seminar. and they should. I think it's because we do Born of the Spirit now, but it should be Life in the Spirit. And also, like, we should just host it. Like, we could do our own thing for students or whatnot. But, like, I was filling out surveys for um, Power and Purpose. And, like, so many people wanted essentially Life in the Spirit seminar. 
Like, that's what they were asking okay, for. They were like, I want more, I want is, this and this. And this I was like, This is why yeah. Inflame Conference has to happen. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I'm going to work on it. <laughs> I, no, I, I think agree. that there's a desire to be there. I know. People want to experience the Holy Spirit. People mm-hmm. want the power of the Spirit in their life. And I think before they go to Power and Purpose, before they learn all this head knowledge, they need to have an encounter first. Mm-hmm. Baptized in the spirit. Baptized a bunch of them wanted that. Spirit. So the, I, you texted me a few of the surveys, and I was like, "Yeah, there was oh, one." Oh, so cute. <laughs> there was, there was one. An, like, it was I an, just want to be slain, and I was yes. like, "Yeah, you do." There were like more tongues and slain in the spirit. I was like, "We could provide that. We could provide the environment for that if Come you want." To um, Can we have an old people community? No, I'm saying this old couple. They were they both filled out a survey. They were like 82 years old. Oh. They were like, and they like wrote because they wanted like marital status on the survey, and they both circled married and wrote on the side 60 years. I was like, oh, you're the sweetest. You're so cute. So that was green flag number one. And then they like were explaining the conference and all the stuff, and they were like asking for just like they wanted more formation for other people. Like they were coming to the conference. I don't even know. (laughs) They came to the conference to have a good time, but they were like (laughs) ministering to people while they were there. They explained how they want, they like requested that the conference like teach people more about tongues. Cause they were like, Mm. we, during a prayer ministry session, we, the two of us taught this person about the gift of tongues and how to pray in tongues. I was like, you are participating. Like you shouldn't have to be doing that. Yeah. But like they were so beautiful. And I was like, uh well, that's a part of Life and Spirit seminar. Really? Like they literally have a whole entire day dedicated mm. to learning about the gift of tongues. See, they, that's what these people need. Yes. Inflame <sighs> conference has to happen. We will team up with Ralph Martin, Mary Healy, and Inflame. We'll all come together. Mm-hmm. And, and we have Heather's support from conference office. So I think we can make it happen. I think we can. This is exciting. And then in Flame Worship plays Whoa. the music. Wow. That's so cool. <gasps> oh, it'll so be good. Everybody come out. Yeah. Come on, guys. Come to Inflame Conference. It'll be significantly less expensive than the Super Bowl Conference. Will it? Yes. Because it's just us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess if we get <gasps> we our other friends, we might have to pay them. But <laughs> We could do a live recording. Of the podcast, that would be fun. I don't think we have that many listeners that would come to that. Whoa, live recordings are so fun. At Seek, they always do it. The Crunch, my fave. Your fave. (laughs) They did one at Seek one year, and I was like, (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) so excited. (laughs) You got to peek behind the curtain. I know it was exciting. Um, because it's unedited. Well, like even if they do edit it. You're but like you present, see it happening, so you, and you hear like the things that get cut out. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so fun. So yeah, Dr. Healy was in here yesterday, and yeah, yeah, that was awesome. It was so. Cool. I just, yeah. Her if you brain don't is just beautiful. Like yeah. I, I think, I think a lot of times I'm intimidated by professors, like when they're like super smart, and I'm. Part of me like has this like I don't want to say hatred. It's not hatred. It's just mm. uh, sometimes I find it irritating because mm. w- there's some professors that just have this like oh I'm smart and like look at me, but Mary is the complete opposite where it's just this love for the Holy Spirit and love of Jesus mm. that she's just like 
I want to learn more so I can be closer. Mm, yeah. Not for the sake of knowledge itself, but for the sake of just knowing him in a deeper and more beautiful way. Mm-hmm. And it, it's very evident when she's talking about. Yeah. Like, you you guys don't have a video to watch, like, the recording mm. of the episode. But, like, she's smiling the entire time. Yeah. Like, she's quoting scripture just, like, off the top of her head. And it's just, like, she's so in love with Jesus that it's just, like, coming out of the and woodwork. And it's just, like, part of, like, her language and who she is. Because, yeah. like, when I, I literally had a moment when she was talking where I was, like, if I was in her position and I just branched off like that and started quoting scripture and, like, she was just, like, she did a little bit of, like, academic stuff. She, like, started explaining something. I was, like, if I was talking and went like that, I wouldn't be able to come back. But yeah. that's just so natural. Like, her brain is just flowing. And, like, that just is so part of her language. She didn't even have to think about those things. She just knows that they're true. And just, like, it just flows out of her. I was mm. like, whoa, you're so cool. And I think it's because she knows who the Holy Spirit is. Yeah. Like, before we even started recording, um, we prayed beforehand. Mm. And that was so beautiful. Because it was just, like, I don't know. It's something's like, sometimes we forget to pray. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Before we start, like we we get all caught up in yeah. the nitty gritty and the details of who's introing the podcast. Uh, does someone have a story to share? Like mm-hmm. we get we get caught up in that that we lose focus of like, like one of the things she said in her prayer was like, Lord, like you know who needs to hear this. You know that the people's hearts of the pe- of the listeners and like prepare this this podcast so that they may receive. And it was just like, yeah. Makes we know sense. that to be truth, but sometimes we forget to put it into action. Yeah. Um, it was just so cool. Yeah, so it was very cool. fun. And I just really, yeah. She's very inspiring. I think we learned a lot. Yeah. <laughs> we have to listen to that episode a few times I, over, I think I so. need to keep listening, like, yeah. put it on repeat. Yeah, because like, we didn't really so even much. speak, which is good because I don't want to listen to myself. No. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, the extent of me listening to the podcast is editing the, <laughs> the yeah. episodes and it's like not, I don't listen all the way through. Every time someone plays it around me, I'm like, turn it off. <laughs> I Get can't hear myself. <laughs> well, it's kind of like you and the registration team at the conferences. Mm-hmm. I'm so afraid that I'm going to walk in and my song is going to be playing. Oh, yeah. It's like Ben repellent. You put my voice anywhere and I'm like, run, get <laughs> away. <laughs> <laughs> my friend Kayla was telling me about how she's like listening to the podcast in her room and she was like it freaks me out because I always think you're like standing behind me in the room because my voice (laughs) is coming out (laughs) I was like oh I don't like that I wouldn't want my friend's voice just like in my room when I wasn't like actually engaging with them that'd be so weird Uh, wow shout out to Kayla shout out Kayla she is our biggest fan right now actually Um, I would say is she yeah you don't even know. No, She's I hyped I, about. I playing. haven't heard. I've been telling you, but you don't know her in person. You yeah, I've her. never met her. <sighs> One Someday day, Kayla. Will. One yeah. day. <laughs> She's very cool. She's the best. Wow. <sighs> um. Yeah, I think for this episode, we're just gonna dive into some of the things Doctor Healy talked about. Um. In particular, something that was kind of on my heart that, like, she spoke about yesterday when she, she gave advice um, about, like, how to grow deeper in our relationship. And the first piece of advice she said is was desire. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, I kn- I've always desired, the ho- like, since my encounter with the Holy Spirit, I, I always mm-hmm. pray for a greater outpouring. And, like, I desire for him to be in my life. Um, but, like, the way she just talked about it, like, just 
set my heart burning. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then we were going through like a list of topics for this episode. And one thing that stuck out to me was um, the Holy Spirit in the early church. And I think that those two things go together very well. Um, like if we read Acts, like you can see it very clearly um, that, okay, the apostles wanted to be with Jesus forever. Like we, we, we see that like transfiguration, like um, I think it was it Peter or was it John who said like, well, let's pitch some tents. Peter. Like let's just, yeah. <laughs> classic. Peter. Um, let's pitch some tents. Like, let's just stay here. Let's stay in yeah. this beauty. Let's stay with you, Lord. Like I, I just mm. want you. Mm. Um, and I think like a lot of times I feel that same way is like, mm. I'll be like, Oh, I just want to be physically present with Jesus. And I just want to sit at his feet and I just want to just sit with him and feel him present in the same room as me and to have him speak to me like adoration is great but adoration also causes like us to have faith and sometimes i lack faith like sometimes i'm i'm like oh is that really jesus like i i know it's jesus but you know like how sometimes your brain's like okay i have to physically say jesus is right there um yeah jesus is present yeah. it's not his well, face yeah, physically yeah, yeah. looking that's at what me. faith is like yeah. if you're not feeling anything you have to like convince yourself yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. and like mm-hmm. There, there is that aspect, but like the apostles wanted to stay physically present, just mm-hmm. like how we have that same desire. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jesus at his ascension said, no, wait for the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And I think that waiting goes hand in hand with desire. Um, that waiting mm-hmm. in the upper room, that praying, that like knowledge that Jesus does not lie. Jesus promised, okay, th- I will send the Holy Spirit to guide you. And they were like, okay, he didn't lie about rising from the dead. Mm-hmm. He didn't lie about healing people. He didn't lie about casting out demons. He's not a liar. Our God our God speaks truth. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, great, so the Holy Spirit's going to come. So that mm-hmm. that knowledge fed into this burning desire inside of them. Um, at Pentecost, like that, that nine days leading up to Pentecost, mm-hmm. must have been a time of just like this beautiful, like unceasing prayer. Um, I forget what TV show. I think it was either AD or the Cho. No, the Chosen's not there yet. No, they're not. Um, I think it was AD. Um, they did like they showed Pentecost on the big screen. Hee <laughs> Um, and it showed them all just like standing together and praying. And it was like the moment leading up to Pentecost, and they all just start speaking in tongues. Not like in like what everyone thinks of like someone speaking in German, someone speaking in Hebrew, someone speaking in Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um, like they start speaking in tongues, like as we know tongues mm-hmm. um, of the, the, the language of the angels. Um, and they just start babbling to the Lord and their physical desire, that burning fire of desire is an exterior thing. Now at the descent of the Holy spirit upon them, um, mm-hmm. And they're just like filled with him at that moment. Um, And something Dr. Healy said that was like really struck with me is that like as much as we desire the spirit, God desires more. Mm. So that back and forth of desire should burn inside of us Um, and to like fuel that in us Mm -hmm. um, that we should like constantly unceasingly desire for him, Mm. which I was just like, 
whoa. Yeah. I think, too, like, we hear talk about having expectant hearts when in terms of the Holy Spirit. But I think that, I feel like there's a way to understand the word expectant and, like, oh, like, I think this thing's going to happen. And I don't think that's what people mean. Yeah. Like, I think it is tied super intricately with desire. Like, it's not just expect. Like, yes, that's an element of it, but also it's more than expectation. It's, like, you, it's hope, essentially. Like, you're hoping that this thing's going to happen, and you believe it's going to happen, but because you want it, not just because someone told you it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, it's that personal connection. Desire is personal. Mm. I think you can hope that you, I could hope for you that you get good grades this semester, Mm -hmm. but desire turns that hope into a personal thing, Mm -hmm. a personal connection. Right. Um, I, I physically desire that you do well Mm -hmm. because I want what's best for you. Desire is deeper than hope. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And from what you don't like my little noises sometimes i make i get excited (laughs) i'm starting to like draw connections in my brain right now and things are just like whoa (laughs) coming together um something that we always talk about at inflame is like um where the spirit of lord is there is freedom where the spirit of lord is there's movement Mm -hmm. um but that movement that freedom comes from desire um like it's very Things are structured. God is a structured God. He's an ordered God. He's not pure chaos. Um, it may look like chaos to us, but it's it's not. Like everything is so intricate. Like look at your fingernails. Like that is how did he think of that? Like he thought he thought mm-hmm. of everything. He 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 knows everything. He thinks of everything. Everything is planned and meticulous. Mm-hmm. Um, in in the way the universe works. Um, and I think the spirit falls directly into that. Is that like from our desire? Um, we have the impartation of the holy spirit we're filled to the point of overflow Mm. um like the the apostles had to desire the holy spirit first he came down upon them and from that desire the desire mixed with the coming of the holy spirit turns into the manifestation of the spirit physically Mm -hmm. um and that's the the gift of tongues is poured out upon them Mm. um and the the greater gift of tongues which is um like the the speaking and language aspect Mm -hmm happened immediately after that Mm -hmm. and from that then preaching came Mm -hmm. and then from that the boldness of healing and um deliverance and all these other beautiful gifts of the spirit flowed from desire yeah and if they hadn't desired to receive the lord and experience him that way and like if they didn't desire that they wouldn't have been able to receive it Mm. like desire is necessary in order to receive because if you don't if you don't want the Lord to like pour himself out in you and like work through you, he's not going no. to. <laughs> so like that is like fundamental to any sort of movement, any sort of ministry in that sense. Like if the Lord's going to work through you, you have to desire it deeply. And, and I think that that's, that's the hard part about ministry is like, I want to strong arm everyone and be like, mm. you want this, like, come on. Mm. But it's like, actually we can't. I can't make you desire. It, mm-hmm. You can't have a relationship with the Holy Spirit until you desire him. Mm. You can't work in the spirit until you desire him. Mm. He he's he's a gentle god. Mm. And he wants he wants he desires you and he wants you to desire him back. Mm-hmm. Um and I think a lot of times I get frustrated. 
Like I, there's so many people I know in my life that I'm like, please just ask for the Holy Spirit to fill you. Your life will be changed. Like, Mm -hmm. please, please, please like read Dr. Mary Healy's book. Like, and I say that, but I can't cause desire. Mm -hmm. I I can't tell someone you need to desire him and they're just going to be like, oh yeah, Ben, I'm going to do that. No, Mm -hmm. it's a, it's a personal call to desire. It needs to be stirred up. And we can plant seeds and we can, we can help cultivate a heart of desire within mm-hmm. someone, but we can't force someone to desire him. Yeah. And like, you can even like, you can give advice, like different yeah. prayers and like, this is how like to invite the Holy spirit into your life and things like that. And that I'm like, there's grace in that. And that's more powerful than doing nothing. But at the same time, it's also not going to like necessarily like shatter walls, you know, yeah. like it's going to, chip pieces off of a wall that might be built up but like it yeah like that desire needs to be personal if he's going to like radically move in your life um mm. yeah Ma- mary talked about like opening the door like when we mm, go and pray yeah. with someone we open a small door mm. and the lord uses whatever size door that we mm. we give to him yeah. and so like well well we can help and open doors and that's um, enough and and god will use it um to have that personal relationship and that radical life with the Holy Spirit, the desire has to be there. Mm-hmm. And we can't, we can't like someone, someone can be physically healed. Yeah. Like I could pray for healing for someone. Mm-hmm. They're physically healed, but that physical healing does not mean that they are going to live a life within the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which like healing's great, but healing is to stir up faith to yeah. have relationship with the Lord, mm-hmm. like to know the healer. he's not we can't just use the lord like you can't just like Mm -hmm. be like oh i was healed now i'm gonna go live my life like ordinary like Mm -hmm. that that act of healing should stir up that desire for more like if if our god can heal and mend the broken that Mm -hmm. should that should stir up some desire in your heart Mm -hmm. and like that's what that's that's what these gifts are is i i can pray i can give a prophecy to someone Mm mm-hmm but it, it, it's, it doesn't mean anything if it doesn't stir up desire. Yeah, and, like, the Lord didn't give it to us in order to, like, be a fix-all for someone. Like, no. that's not the purpose at all. <laughs> yeah, not at all. Because because it this life, yes, it does matter. But, like, the whole point of this life is to, to get to the place where we're eternally with the Lord. Mm. Um, so like, healing your broken leg... Mm. Well, that while it helps you to live a life and be not in pain and like all that, like, mm-hmm. which is good. Um, it really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, like it, if you're not seeking the healer, mm-hmm. um, if you're not, if you're not seeking the Lord and that desire mm-hmm. is not being stirred. Yeah. Um, and Dr. Healy was saying yesterday, like, um, oh gosh, my brain. <laughs> <laughs> <You're good. laughs> She's saying like, we only have a certain amount of time right like yeah. our we're we don't exist eternally here but like we do exist eternally after this life and she was like why would i <laughs> basically why would i use this small amount of time i have and not pursue the lord like radically with everything i have and that's true like if yeah. you don't like if you don't feel that desire necessarily but you <laughs> desire to have desire you know <laughs> like you're hoping for hope like that dig into it and cultivate it because like, yeah. that's the point. That is the point of this life. Like, yeah. And I, I think something that she said that is really profound is that like 
that desire doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. Like I've had baptism of the Holy Spirit. I've the gifts have flown through me and I've mm-hmm. seen miracles happen, but that desire can't stop. Mm-hmm. Every day I need to be praying for a greater desire. Mm-hmm. Every day I have to be cultivating that desire. Like even when it's hard, even when I don't want to do it, like mm-hmm. that's when it matters. Um, desire should shouldn't and cannot stop. Mm-hmm. Um, the moment I stop desiring to be filled with the Holy Spirit is the moment that the Spirit I block myself off to working with the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because like once we desire for Him to come, um, He enters our lives, and we have to give our lives to Him to maneuver us and to bring us to where He wants us to do. Something mm-hmm. that she said that was really powerful to me was like. We don't know what the Lord has planned um, in another person's life in a specific situation. Um, She was talking about this when she was talking about um, praying every morning. Mm -hmm. Um, And that by entering into prayer, we're able to lift our earthly desires, um, the prayer requests that we have, and unite them with with the Father um, and allow Him to take control of a certain situation. Um, Because... Like maybe he's working in a way that we don't see. Um, Mm. But like you have to have that relationship with him to be able to, for him to be able to show you. Um, And and that prevents being discouraged. Like if I didn't have a relationship with the Lord and I just kept praying and praying, praying for someone to say, be healed of cancer. um, And I don't see that result. I'm going to be, I'm going to be discouraged if I don't have hope and faith in the Lord. Like, I'm going to be like, wow, you didn't show up. Mm. But in reality, I'm, I'm lacking the relationship to and the knowledge of being able to say, Lord, you have a greater plan than me. Um, you know things that I do not know. Um, and your plan is greater than mine. Um, which, I, yeah, like I, I think it would be a really sad life to continue to live that way of. I'm just going to keep praying and just. Why, why is Jesus not doing what I'm asking him to do? Well, he's not a genie. Like, we intercede for people, and the Lord uses our intercession. But mm-hmm. ultimately, the, it, the Lord's in control. We are not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got completely off topic from the early fine. church. But here we are. <laughs> um, but to kind of bring it back to the early church, um, one of our favorite stories, I think, and I mentioned this on last episode, is Peter. Uh healing the beggar so this happened can you open that up on the bible yeah it's right around there somewhere did you open it no i don't know where it is it's like two or something acts two two? acts three no that's not oh that's acts three three there you go yep um where he says but peter uh peter said i have no silver or and gold but i give you what i have in the name of jesus christ of nazareth walk like it was right after pentecost that that happened Mm -hmm. right yeah yeah right after right after the desire right after the manifestation of the spirit went right into ministry Mm. there was no like time to worry there wasn't no time to um plan it was Immediately fill the spirit, immediately move, immediately minister to the broken. Mm. But desire was first. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I loved Dr. Mary Healy was like, she was, she pulled that apart in last episode 
where she brought up like a 40 year old. He was 40 years old and he was like all mangled and crippled and had never walked. That's some radical faith by Mm -hmm. Peter. Like insane. But Mm -hmm. he knew that that the spirit was in him. He knew that the spirit was working with him and he Mm -hmm. knew the, the plan of the spirit. Like he, he obviously like, I don't know when we, when I've done street ministry in the past, it's not like, oh, I just walk up to someone. I'm like, oh, I'm going to pray with you. No, the spirit has a a stirring in your heart and he calls you to pray with people. Like when you are filled with him, he, he shows you his path. He shows you the way to walk. He shows you the, who to pray with, um, and who like shows you his plan, like a piece of his plan by asking Mm -hmm. you to pray with someone. So Peter must've had this great stirring in his heart um not to say that like oh he knew exactly what was going to happen but the lord led him there um if you look in acts 2 then um yeah like they go literally from preaching and like calling people to repent and baptizing how many people did they baptize it was like thousands. What, do we know the exact number? No. It was somewhere. It's somewhere in here. Anyway, um, they they go immediately from that to to bringing the the preaching into action, um, which I think is a really important thing, um, and that's that's what we're trying to do at Inflame is we don't want to just be a, a group of people, a group of <laughs> wannabe speakers, <laughs> um. But instead, be like a group of people that um, want to communicate the heart of the Father. Um, to be able to preach in, in a way, like give instruction, give catechesis. But that leads everyone to to act. Like, I don't want to be the only person in flame praying with people. Um, you don't want that either. Like, it's why at Inflame Nights, we're like, we challenge people. We're like, go pray with someone. You have a stirring of the Spirit. You need to move. You need to act. Um it's it's not just about us. Like I don't I don't want to be the guy that's like, oh I'm just gonna go pray with all these people all the time. Um, because that's not the point of the ministry. The point of the ministry is to build up an army of people who are equipped with the knowledge and the confidence um, of the Spirit to move and act when He asks us to. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Doctor Healy said yesterday. I don't know what she was saying, but in passing, she said the words active surrender. And that struck me because I've never thought of surrender as something like, yeah, something active. Like it seems so passive. Um, but I think that that idea of active surrender is so crucial to like this and to the Holy Spirit's movement. Because again, like you can surrender to him and like invite him to move in you. But if you're not moving <laughs> yourself and like responding to mm-hmm. what he's asking you to do, like, yeah. Yet nothing's going to happen. So, like, yeah, if you have that desire and you let him come and move and you surrender and allow him to move, like, you have to, like, you then have to move as well. Like, you have to move with him when he asks you to move. Through us as, like, a puppet master um, and telling us, go do this. But he, he calls us to to work in cooperation with him. Um, yeah, which is a beautiful opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like, we see that throughout all of scripture is like God calls people to act in cooperation. Mm -hmm. Moses wasn't just a puppet. Mm -hmm. Like 
He had to move. Yeah, and he had human desires and he had frustrations and he had anger. And the Lord was like, all right, let's use that. Mm-hmm. Like, you're mad. You're upset. He broke the first 10 commandments because he saw people making a golden calf. And the Lord mm-hmm. used that, used Moses' brokenness and in cooperation with him mm-hmm. um, to bring about the new 10 commandments, which we know now, um, and to root out sin in the Israelites. We see it again at like the Annunciation. Like the Lord wasn't like, Mary, you are going to have a baby and you have no choice. Mm-hmm. He sent an angel because Mary couldn't handle the, the brilliance of God in that moment. Um, and spoke to her softly and asked her permission and asked to work with her. Mm-hmm. Like, at, he literally was asking to parent Jesus with Mary. Mm-hmm. It's an invitation. Yeah. Which is a really cool thought. Like, the Holy Spirit and Mary and, and with Joseph, they they parented Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like, Mary must have been so docile to the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. She must have just been able to hear his voice so clearly and respond so promptly. Mm-hmm. Um by that like invitation of the spirit mm-hmm. um because as we talk about him being like wild and like this crazy child and like mm-hmm. um, father Dave talks about like him being a wild goose and mm-hmm. um he's also a gentleman mm-hmm. um and he's also a lover of our souls mm-hmm. um and so like there's so many different sides to him but it all comes from like mary desired to to carry jesus mm-hmm. and so at there at her desire at her request um the holy spirit descended upon her just like at pentecost mm. there's a desire the holy spirit descends there's action and our lives are changed radically mm. which i think is like it's so beautiful like it, he he works in a very defined and structured way in that way um like i you can't send someone to life in the spirit seminar um, and be like, all right, you're going to go to life and spirit seminar and you're going to receive the Holy spirit and everything's going to be great. You can't mm-hmm. tell someone that you can't, they have to have the desire to go mm-hmm. because if they are not open, the Holy Spirit's not going to f- come down upon them and be like, you will open yourself up to me and you will live according mm-hmm. to me. He, d- he doesn't do that. Yeah. And I think people see things like that as like magic tricks also. Yeah. Like, okay, the Lord's going to work this like crazy thing <laughs> and like, you're just going to be like powerless to fight against it you know like they think it's just gonna like come and absolutely change them and like yes sometimes it does but like not without your willingness your yes and your desire to be changed yeah i know i know personally people that went on the life of the spirit seminar that were not open to the holy spirit Mm -hmm. and then complained to me about how why was my life not changed yeah why did why did nothing happen Mm -hmm. it was really uncomfortable and awkward i didn't want to be there yeah it's like okay Take a step back. Take a step back and look at what you just said. Yeah. You just said you you didn't really want to be there. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the Holy Spirit's like, "Ah, but I want you there, but I can't. I can't force myself on you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like you just because you're in a place of encounter and Mm -hmm. other people are encountering, doesn't mean that you're gonna have an encounter. Mm -hmm. Like the the angel that came to Mary like knew God, knew God's face. Um, knew the Holy Spirit, 
but just because he knew the Holy Spirit and was in the presence of Mary, Mary didn't all of, all of a sudden be like filled with the Holy Spirit because she was around someone that was with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. She had to say yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like also like the, it's not because the Lord doesn't want to transform your life and encounter you. Yeah. Like he does. He always constantly desires that. A new every day. Like if people have already had encounter, like he wants every single day to encounter people. But it is like we can't expect him to just come against our wills yeah. <laughs> and work in our lives. Like we have to genuinely desire it. Yeah. And I, I think that's what like that's where baptism of the Holy Spirit comes in. We're gonna talk about this next week, but we'll give you a little teaser to it. Like, um at confirmation, at baptism, we receive the Holy Spirit. We, the Holy Spirit comes upon us. But mm. but at a lot of times, we don't have the ability. Like, we, you might be baptized really young. Um, and, you, and you don't have the ability to actually say yes to the Holy Spirit's movement. Mm. doesn't mean you d- the Spirit's not with you and you didn't receive him sacramentally. Um, because you did receive him sacramentally. Every mm-hmm. single time you received communion, you received the Holy Spirit sacramentally as well. Mm-hmm. Um, confirmation as well. Sometimes we're not in a place where... We're like, I know exactly what's happening and I give my yes to it. Mm. Like, yes, that's, that's the hope. That's the desire. Like we want it to be that way. But the reality of it is we are broken. Mm. <laughs> we are so, so broken. Um, and the baptism of the Holy Spirit is the, an opportunity to actually physically accept the Holy Spirit's invitation and to allow him to enter into your life. Mm. Your yes for the, for a lot of people's first time, their actual yes. Because I know so many people go, they don't have a choice in baptism. Mm-hmm. They're told, okay, you're, you're being baptized, which is a beautiful like opportunity. Because you're, you're Yeah, because like, you're a baby. Okay, yeah. And that is really important. Yes. I'm not saying don't get baptized. That's not at all what I'm saying. <laughs> we believe in infant baptism. Uh, yes, we do. <laughs> we <support it. laughs> um, confirmation. How many times are yeah. there kids that go through confirmation that have no desire to be in the church, but, but their parents the are like, step. It's the next step. You have to go do this. Like mm-hmm. when we were missionaries in Ireland, it was so sad. I had confirmation students who didn't even know what the Trinity was. Yeah. But it's the next step. Yep. So baptism of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit was like in the 19, early 1900s. 70s? What? Like 1900, the year 1900. Oh. Um, when oh, Pope was it Pope Leo? Oh, this maybe my history might be I bad. Don't really Sorry, know. guys. Um, the spirit, like the church, saw the need for people accepting the Holy Spirit into their life. Um, and Pope Leo consecrated um, the 1900s to the Holy Spirit. <laughs> he said, "This this is the century of the Spirit." Yeah, it was. And guess what it was? Yeah. And all of a sudden, baptism of the Holy Spirit became a thing. The Spirit was like, okay, you you de- you desire to receive me mm-hmm. in a real and practical way that you have not really been able to accept me into your life. Okay, I'm going to give this to you mm-hmm. um, because you desire it and I'm going to show up, mm-hmm. um, which is just such a beautiful thing. We'll get more into that next week. But yeah. that was just a little teaser because th- it all links very powerfully together. It's like... Yeah. Okay, if you have the desire for the Holy Spirit, you're going to be filled with the Holy Spirit. He makes a way. Mm. He, he already gave, like, th- we were already given the sacraments, the seven sacraments instituted by Christ um, as a way to receive the Holy Spirit. Mm. But we messed up <laughs> again. Mm. And we don't accept him. 
And Jesus says, you know what? You know what? I'm going to give you another way. I, I, I want you to be able to to actually accept him into your life. Not not in a sacramental way. Like he didn't institute. Baptism of the Holy Spirit is not the it's not sacramental. <laughs> a, a sacramental at all. Um, but it is but, the Lord. But it is the Lord. And it's an opportunity for us to say yes to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and to actually like tangibly experience him yeah Um, and the same way like you can be baptized and grow up and every day if you say no to the (laughs) lord like just because you've been baptized doesn't mean yeah that he's like we're we've been saying this whole time but like doesn't mean he's just gonna like come in and like move your life around and like do things crazy like baptism in the spirit is like a very specific instance of you it's an opportunity for you to say yes in a very particular way yeah to him and like that's we say we need to say yes every single day. This is yeah. just like a very particular it, formed instance of that. And that's why baptism of the spirit is not a one time thing. Right. You can mm. experience a baptism of the spirit multiple times and we need to. Mm-hmm. Like there are multiple times where I'm bone dry in my faith and I have no faith in the spirit anymore. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden something comes in and I say I realize I'm like, holy cow, scales removed from the eyes. I need the Holy Spirit. Bam. Baptism of the Holy Spirit. Mary Healy like brought that like the word to light um, on last podcast that like baptism means to plunge. Mm-hmm. So baptism in the Holy Spirit is to literally be plunged into the Holy Spirit. I think of like mm-hmm. a kid jumping off of a deck and into a pool in a cannonball. Mm-hmm. Like just, an, you just slam into him mm-hmm. um, with no hesitation. It's not mm-hmm. dipping your toes in. It's not like, let me ease my way into this pool. No, like it's cannonball full force. <laughs> you're in the Holy Spirit. Congratulations, mm-hmm. buddy. Yeah. Um, which is just so beautiful. Oh my goodness. We need to we need to reel it in so we can I know, have I know, I know. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm trying. Okay. No, this is good. It's gonna be a good flow. A little, a little good flow? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um yeah. I think that's all I've got. Yeah. I think that's covered good. a lot, so we did. <laughs> um but pretty much the takeaway guys, um Desire the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Maybe tonight, uh, after listening to this podcast. Take some time and just pray to the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, I, I desire to have you in my life. Mm. Um, you know what? Let's pray with them right now. Ooh. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Holy Spirit, we ask that you flood this place. We ask that you flood the hearts of the listeners right now. Lord, I ask that you may increase their desire for you. Increase their knowledge that you desire them. Spirit, I ask that they may be filled, that their lives may be radically changed, that they may be open to this radical change. Come, Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, guys. We'll chat with you next time. See ya. Bye. Bye. Motherly advice from the Inflame Moms. With the Inflame Moms. Hello. Hello, Molly. This is your brother speaking. Hello, brother. Um, you're here on the podcast, and we just want some advice. Sure. What do you got for us? Mm, best advice I could give would be to be very careful when inviting children over to play. Otherwise, you might have 
five children show up on your doorstep instead of one. Oops. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> this seems like a wound. Yes, yes, yes. Well, you called to invite one child over to keep the toddler occupied, and then that one child and their three younger siblings show up at your door, and they mm. want to stay for snack and cookies and tea, and mm. then it's supper time, and you're not quite sure how to get rid of them. Oh my. <laughs> Are there people at your house right now? Yes, I might be hiding in my bedroom. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Did we save you? I mean, I don't know. I don't know whether you're saving me or if my children are in danger in the other room. They'll be fine. Know. Nah, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Molly, and we'll talk to you later. All right. Bye bye. All right. Bye. bye. Wow. That was my phone that just fell on the ground. <laughs> um, so note to self, what did we learn? Um, uh, communication. Okay. Limits. Th th boundaries. Uh, I was just going to say, <laughs> don't ever invite people over to my house. No play dates. <laughs> Never. My children will be just be hermits. <laughs> it's fine. Just to protect yourself from the possibility of some extra children showing up yes no play dates ever never yikes it's fine everything will be okay they'll yeah they'll love you they'll have such a great time <gasps> won't they <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness all right guys well thanks for listening to this episode and don't forget to share the podcast with everyone you know mm -hmm. um share and your favorite episode yes you should comment on the podcast so like if you're listening mm. on apple Podcasts, drop yeah. a little comment on what your favorite episode has been um it we we just want to hear from you guys um mm. also if you want to get linked in to um, the inflamed community uh, if you follow us on instagram just follow our link tree and there is a link to um our community chat so yeah Thanks, guys, for listening. And we'll talk to you guys next time. See ya. Bye.